0: Advance your spa career with management training from the University of California. Earn a professional certificate online in just six months. Visit ce.uci.edu forward slash
1: spa training. Hi, welcome to SpaCast by Spa and Wellness Mexicaribé. I'm Sarah Jones and today I'm talking with Sonny Singh, holistic aromatherapist and wellness coach for Petal Life. Sonny is a wellness coach, international certified health coach, and registered aromatherapist. She founded Petal Life with the mission to inspire conscious living. She offers personalized wellness solutions and custom aromatherapy blends. Prior to Petal Life, Sonny spent over 15 years in the spa and hospitality industry, working for Four Seasons Hotels, Mandarin Oriental Hotel Group, Aromatherapy Associates, and Elizabeth Arden, Red Door Spas. Welcome to Sparcast, Sonny. How are you today? I am great, Sarah. Thank
0: you so much. It is such a pleasure to be here and I'm honored that you have decided to speak to me
1: today. Thank you. We appreciate your time. Um, so let's get started. We're going to talk about customization of spa experience. So Sonny, why is customization of spa experiences so important?
0: Well, honestly, I think customization is extremely important in any industry that we're in. Um, we are all unique individuals, and this is something that I bring into my practice a lot, is just because something works for one person doesn't mean that it will work for another. And customization acknowledges this. And SPAS, I think it is particularly important because it helps the guests who's coming into the spa feel heard and feel understood. And I think especially when people go into spas and they're looking for individual attention, they want to know that they're getting something that is special and something that addresses their specific needs. And when this happens and when a spa is able to deliver that, uh, people and the guests that Go there really treasure the the experience I think that's what helps to build loyalty and what helps to spread the word about the the spa the one thing I did want to say is that and, and particularly kind of thinking about the experience that I've had with the industry and how things were when we first started when I first started in the spa industry what we were more focused on as operators was creating consistent experiences And we wanted to make sure that every therapist was doing the same treatment from one guest to another. And I think that what we um, have done in a lot of places and what we also have to continue doing is acknowledging that the value is in evolving that so that, you know, we, we acknowledge that protocols and consistency teach us the basic, but the specialty comes in being able to customize the experience for each guest.
1: Excellent. I couldn't agree more and we're going to go into some ways that the uh, spa experiences can be customized but one of the things that I notice when I go to spas is that even a massage service when a spa is asking people to fill out a consultation form and whether it's putting a little x near the areas of concern or asking to to avoid certain areas that are not comfortable for the guest to be massaged on even that can create An amazing meaningful experience that's tailored to the specific guest or it can unfortunately often happens it can be completely ignored I have filled out so many of these forms and then thought why did I bother doing that because there was nothing unique and it, it the experience wasn't customized and wasn't tailored to what I wrote on that form and it's it just makes a completely different experience for the guests when when the guests feel heard so i totally agree moving on to the second question what are some of the ways to create a bespoke spa service it's interesting that you
0: brought up this issue with the form because i think that is one of the ways that we open the door into allowing for customization and treatment but it only happens when we pay attention to it and when we acknowledge it and we, when we address it with the guests and, you know, I think in terms of creating bespoke experiences, spas can start with something as little as that and create a big impact or they can in fact get as creative um, as they want and I think that that's one of the things that is a challenge for us in the spa industry is just being able to step out of the box and think of things that are different so even if it's something as simple as Uh, offering a range of oils or scrubs or product options for a guest or as complex as perhaps creating a completely tailored experience for a guest where maybe they come in for an appointment but in that appointment the therapist and the guest have full flexibility to decide what is going to happen so it could be a combination of a treatment or a facial or whatever it is that the guest feels that they need The, the reality of that is that it's a very hard thing to do because Not only do we have to make sure that the therapists are well-trained and equipped to provide a range of services, but then, you know, in a lot of countries and a lot of places, you get into the complication of making sure that the therapist has the licenses to be able to do all of those things. It also would require the the spa to have a lot of training and, you know, that can be costly in a lot of levels. But I think it starts with paying attention to the guests and allowing for the therapist's to have a conversation with that person at the start of the service like one of the things that we do very well in spas I think especially in aesthetics is you start a facial and so the the, the statistician sits with a magnifying lamp and looks at your face and has a conversation with you about what's going to happen in that facial service and that's something that we can bring into massages or body treatments that would be a simpler way to start creating more bespoke services where it's not just the consultation form that somebody fills in but a conversation that happens where the therapist has a conversation with the guest and says what exactly do you want to address and what can we focus on today and address that.
1: Excellent advice. Yes, I agree. And one of the um, challenges in this area that we face definitely is language, of course. So covering uh, Mexico, Caribbean, Latin America, you've often got guests nat- who are native English speakers or even European guests who speak English as a second language. And then you've got therapists speaking in their native Uh, Spanish, Portuguese, whatever language they're speaking, and then again in their second language or third language, they're communicating with the guest. So it definitely is something that does require a lot of training. Like you said, starting small and building on that uh, can definitely create a great experience for our guests. How can spas get started with implementing some of these ideas?
0: It's interesting that you brought the issue of language because I would say some of the best treatments that i've had throughout my career have been with therapists where i had a difficulty in communicating language with and i think that's because they were more tuned into my body and so in a way we almost they either read through like they could feel touch my body and, and figure out where the tension was but we also did a lot of Sign languages, in the sense of we had the form in front, they wanted to see, okay, you know, I have X places in the form where I've said I needed, I had concerns, and they would touch it and tell me here, like, is this where you have it? Um, and I think that just comes with the person or the therapist wanting to connect with the guests. And if they have that intention, regardless of the language being spoken, we're able to deliver that connection um, with the guests. So I think, in terms of sp- starting to implement some of the ideas is not only Building it into every treatment so that, you know, at the start of every treatment, this is what happens. There's a time that is built in for the guest and therapist to connect, but also to give the therapist the tools to to have that be part of the training that they go to, that it's an important part of the treatment experience for them to spend that time with the guest and perhaps give them the resources that they need in order to have a more effective communication But beyond just the communication, I mean, I think also with spas, what I said before in terms of urging them to be as creative as possible and maybe offer more product options for a guest, even though their menus can be a little bit more streamlined, one of the things that I always find in spas is that we, not always, but in a lot of spas, we have these like gigantic menus. that. You know, confuse guests because they don't necessarily know what each of the d- different treatment means, or if there's different kinds of scrubs. What The differences between a coffee scrub and a salt scrub and a sugar scrub and perhaps it's a matter of saying okay well we'll offer an exfoliation to the guest and then when the guest is in the treatment room then we describe the different kinds of exfoliants that they can use which can range from a body brush or a wrap or a mask or a jojoba beet scrub or whatever they are and that's where you create the customization in that guest experience so the guest thinks oh look I was involved in this choice I now understand what is happening to me I feel like I'm being heard and I'm still getting the exfoliation that I'm looking for and I think that's somewhere where we really can step up um, as an industry.
1: Definitely I agree once you've got the guests involved in the process they are going to enjoy that entire experience far more. I agree with the menus as well there, there doesn't need to be a hundred different treatments, there needs to be a lot of basics that you can then further customize with the guests. And, and that's some great advice for spas that we're beginning to see around the industry, but there's a lot of room for improvement. So spas who are looking to get ahead of the curve can take this advice and uh, run with it and create some great experiences. So how can these tailored experiences generate more revenue and positively affect the spas bottom line?
0: Well, I think it goes back to what we talked about at the beginning with people just feeling that they're listened to and that they're understood. I think this helps create a bond between the guest and the therapist and eventually that bond permeates into how the guest feels about the spa. We all live such hectic lifestyles um, and they're getting more and more hectic as more connected we are. Um, And so when somebody actually stops and pays attention to what is going on with us, they listen and they actually accommodate to something that we have either requested or that we have acknowledged we need, then we feel that we're heard, that we're seen. um, And it makes us feel important. It makes us feel special. And I think that carries an immense amount of value these days, which will drive loyalty for the spa. I mean, in my experience, the services and spas that, kind of brought the best customer retention were the ones that allowed for more customization. It's the services that naturally allow for a guest to connect with the technician or the esthetician. And I feel that the more that we allow that level of customization to permeate to all levels of the spa experience, the more loyalty we're able to to
1: generate. Excellent, yes. And uh, loyalty will increase the numbers and that's what all the spas are looking for at the end of the day we all want uh, to have the spa run as a profitable business thanks so much for your uh, insight there Sonny my next question is what has been your biggest aha moment within your career
0: well interestingly it is this kind of realization that I came to uh, where you know was driven home to me that we are all bio-individuals, that we're all unique, that one size does not fit all. It actually really turned around in my career. It's what drove me to pursue more learning in the wellness industry and also helped me sort of turn my business around to make sure that I was delivering more customized experiences so it, it sort of opened the door to what I what I do now for, for a living because you know I I was used to for instance something as simple as aromatherapy just having pre blends or you know buying a blend that was for stress or for sleep or for muscle aches and pains and what I realized is that even though those are common ailments you deliver more value when you're able to create a blend that is really unique to that person. So even though I have a lot of clients who have these uh, issues, I've never created the same blend for two people. And I think that's really sort of helped kind of steer me uh, in the direction that I've I've taken. And, And that was, I think, the biggest aha moment that I've had.
1: Fantastic. Okay, and what is your favorite spa treatment? (laughs) <laughs> well, there are actually so many spa
0: treatments that I enjoy. I, I usually tend to go for massages. I think there's nothing better than a really good massage. So what I'm going to say is like, regardless of the modality, I think my favorite massages are the ones where I can feel that the therapist really gets a good sense for me and my body and what my body needs. Um, And when I come out of it and think, wow, her hands were absolute, or his hands were absolute magic, I would say that is my favorite type of spa treatment.
1: And what would be your advice for your younger self?
0: I think I'd have to, I'd like to tell myself that I should be more comfortable with who I am and focus on being myself more than on trying to become whom I thought other people wanted me to be. <laughs> I think it's just when I was getting first starting the spa industry, it was, it was so new for me, and it was a very different um, atmosphere you know, to, to what I'd been exposed to in the, in the past, and I think I tried very hard to fit in. And as the years have gone by, I realized that the best way to fit in is to be confident, and the best way to be confident is to be myself and to be comfortable in my own skin. And So if I were able to go back and give advice to my younger self, it would be that.
1: And tell me about one daily wellness ritual. I do have
0: a few, um, but I'm going to focus on kind of the way that I start my day. So not every single day of the week, but I would say at least five days of the week, I start the day by making myself a cup of masala chai. So it's the type of chai that has like clove and cinnamon and cardamom and ginger. And I make, it from scratch. So it takes me about 15 to 20 minutes to make the tea or the chai, but it's how, so I I make it before I do anything else. I have evolved the practice into something that I do before I even look at my phone, before I look at my emails, before I look at my to do's for the day. So it's sort of like that activity that gets me from being asleep to being awake and a lot of times as i wait for you know the water to boil or the milk to boil or whatever's happening i take a few minutes to either meditate or even stretch um and so i feel like my day doesn't start until that cup of tea is ready but i start my day now a lot more focused and a lot kind of more grounded
1: brilliant as a tea drinker myself that sounds wonderful
0: it is i highly recommend it
1: <laughs> <laughs> excellent credit to oprah oprah winfrey for this question uh what do you know for sure
0: i know for sure that everything happens for a reason and i think what that means is that we're all connected and we are all one and the same there are no coincidences and what happens in our lives i do think that we do have free will but I think that people and experiences come into our lives and whether they're good or bad, they do so in order to help us grow and expand. I know that we're on this life journey together and the more that we realize that we're connected and that we have more that brings us together and more that unites us and and the more that we acknowledge us, the more we help ourselves grow and the more we are better and happier.
1: Fantastic advice. If only the whole world could agree on that. <laughs> <laughs> if only. If only. <laughs> Thank you very much for being with us, Sonny. It was great to talk with you.
0: This was a very interesting conversation, Sarah. Thank you
1: so much for hosting me. Thank you. So signing off from Sparkast by Span Wellness Mexicaribe. Thanks for listening.
0: Advance your spa career with management training from the University of California. Earn a professional certificate online in just six months. Visit ce.uci.edu forward slash spa training.